Mic check. One, two, one, two. Hey. Oh, oh, it's working. <laughs> so, so I feel like we had to talk about this. What, like our last episode, our laughs will probably be like in your, in your freaking ears. Really? Um. So I was joking with Bree that if I laugh, I'm going to put my face off to the side. So if it sounds like a distant laugh now, it's going to go from like in your ear to like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's even loud too. Hold on, maybe if I try We are to trying settings. to figure out our mic sitch because we actually invested, well, Brie invested in a really good mic. And we are trying to figure this out because we are used to our little cell phones. We really are. And everything. Our little cell phone speakers. Okay, I'm going to pause real fast. Hey, guys. Hello. We are back. With another we podcast. We are back again, and I'm in a jingle mood again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was really happy, y'all. Even she just ate some pizza. Yeah, so. we have food. We yes. got pizza and like garlic parm wings. And I'm sorry because we're sharing a mic, so I don't know if you can smell my <sighs> breath. Yeah, but you we're know, good. you know. You know, this love, this is sisters. <laughs> so we good, we good. So it was funny because you know how. Okay, so like last week, mm-hmm. we came back, and Brie was like, "Oh, I want like a theme song. Like mm-hmm. I want a jingle." And tell me how like all week I cannot think of anything, but all week I was over there trying to think of a jingle for us, and I was like, "Y'all listening to April and Brie, April and Brie." <laughs> Two girls in my mind. And I was like, no. <laughs> but that's literally like, if you would have saw me yesterday and you're like, yo, what is that girl thinking about? That is what I was thinking about. That's why I was staring up in the air. If you saw me talking to myself. <laughs> so, somebody did you said that because I was in the shower doing the same thing. <laughs> Let me guess, your version was probably just like, it's Brie and April. No, I was like, this is your BFF girlfriend, it's Brie and April. We back, we back, A, we back, A, we back, A. (laughs) We coming with all the energy. How to get me in a good mood? Feed me before, before we feed start her. working. Shoot, all you gotta do is give me some ginger ale, something sweet. And then That's we're true. To go, always. So, so what you been up to this week? Oh, oh yeah. So this week has been. I was telling you a little bit about this. It was been a really little rough week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning of the week was. The end of this week has been okay. Um, just okay. I, it was better. Let's say that it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was a better ending of the week and stuff. Um, I literally just had like two bad mental days mm-hmm. and everything. Like I told you, like I cried two days. Like for us, me, I cried on like on Monday, and it was a kind of a lot. Like I think I was just doing a lot, having everything on my on my shoulders, and realizing like, hey, like. It's not just you. Like, I understand. Like, yeah. this is going on and everything. But I'm realizing, like, I am just one person. And I am... How do I word it? Overwhelmed? Like, very overwhelmed. Um, And it's bad when I had to say, like, it takes me two days to recover mm-hmm. from, like, a mental break. 
I feel like that's normal. But it's normal, right? Because normally it's like, if you get a cry session now, you should just be done in a day. No. I also think that there's this, like, stigma um, of, like, we can't have bad days. Like, we have to be happy and 100% 100 okay all the time. And honestly, we're human. Like, we are going to have times where, like, we break down. And life is just... It's tough. It is. And... I realized that this week too, like my mom even said it to me. She was just like, you don't tell me anything. You just hold everything in. You want to be so strong. But she's like, that is me as fuck. I know. <laughs> See, and I'm like, I know it's not just me. Cause I'm like it, I do this all the time. And mm-hmm. it's because I'm like, I don't want to be someone else's burden. Yes. I was just thinking that like, I always feel like I have to hold it all within and, myself. Cause yep. I don't want to feel like. I'm stressing somebody else out or mm-hmm. like I'm a burden. Like now you have to worry about my mental health. And it's exactly. just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just suffer in silence. Exactly. And then I had to realize like, maybe if I just tell people like what's going on, but then also to it, I don't want to feel like the, the definition of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am not crazy. It's just because it's what I'm feeling and yeah. I feel different things. And stuff, and also to just how I am, I literally will logically think things through. That is my OCD. I cannot stop it. It's just how my head works. Yeah. So you just bear with me through all of it. Um, but I like how you said you don't want to come off as. Would you say crazy? Yes. So that is so funny. You mentioned that because I, you know, you. Sh- you know I struggle with like anxiety mm-hmm. and I feel like lately it's been more of like depression mm-hmm. but it, it really is hard to talk about it like so people like it's been more normalized mm-hmm. but like when it's you you don't want to feel like you're crazy no or like I know that these are normal feelings but there's still like a stigma around it mm-hmm. So it's still hard for me to open up about it. Exactly. And I remember even like that you said, like the anxiety part. I I didn't realize I was dealing with so much anxiety until I had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And stuff like I just felt like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then I'm, I'm literally 18, 19 and I'm in a car having a panic attack. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I didn't know what's going on and I can't explain tell someone mm-hmm. like hey this is what's happening to me and everything because i didn't even know what was happening myself yeah like you didn't understand it right. you were like am i dying right now like what exactly. is happening and the crazy part was i didn't realize that i was having a panic attack or like i was i'm having this panic attack and i'm going through this and then the minute i get out the car i walk away it goes away mm-hmm. and i'm like what what is going happened? on with me like right this is not normal. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it was like a kind of reoccurring thing mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's weird when you when you first going through it because you're just like okay. And all in my head, I'm like, if okay, if I just get to get to my destination and get out the car, I'll be fine. I get to my destination, and get out of the car, and I'll be fine. And I kept saying that, and then I start counting, and oh. just to kind of help get through the whole thing, and. Even when I realized, like, after a while, me counting is not working. Mm-hmm. I'm not focused and stuff. Like, I'm not giving everything my all. Then I want to back away. I want to, like, oh, give yeah. up 
and stuff because uh, of because mm-hmm. the anxiety itself I can't do it because I'm like it's literally feels like you're in quicksand and you're just drowning mm-hmm. so like you're slowly going down but it's very hard to like get out right because yeah. if you're in quicksand yeah. you're if the more you move the more you go down quickly mm-hmm. but if you stop moving and you have you have to really go calm yourself process, down yeah. think the process yeah. you could get out of it that's so, funny like i think we both experience the same things but we deal with it a little differently mm-hmm. like you said you talk through it mm-hmm. um i think you know and this is why we've been friends for a long time i tend to shut down yeah so like i'll distance myself mm-hmm. or like for me it's more like if i feel overwhelmed like i either give something my all or my nothing and once i shut down and i feel like it's been a lot mm-hmm. i like disappear and that's yeah. how i cope but like i know in your mind you said that you counted mm-hmm. i know for me like sometimes i'm just like definitely with going to therapy which has helped like i tell myself like hey like this is what you're feeling you don't have to be happy all the time like if you're mm-hmm. feeling it feel these emotions like if sometimes i get mad if i don't cry because i'm like that would have made me feel a million times better like i wish i would have just gotten it out i actually hate crying really yep i do not like crying when i i guess when i cry it's literally you're cleansing that soul though it is cleansing the soul but also too it feels like i'm i think it's because like i went from zero i went from a hundred and then i'm back Mm -hmm. down to a zero and then it takes me a while to just say hey i need my energy back so like it yeah me crying literally defeats me oh see i get the i feel more relieved Uh, like if i just cry well also i let things build up Mm -hmm. so you have been there before where i've called you and i'm full out fucking crying yep and mind you, y'all, when she did this, like... I'm it's like, happened, like, twice. It did, and I'm just like, I just had to sit there and just let her cry and let her talk, and then all the two, I'm trying to cope her to calm down. Yeah, because it's like the crying where, like, you you start to, like, hyperventilate. Mm-hmm. Like, I... And I'm like, when she does this, I'm not nowhere near her, so... No, but I also think that it's better. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm also the type of person, like, you said you hate crying. I hate crying in front of people. Okay. Like, I feel so uncomfortable, and I don't know what it is, why I feel so, like, disconnected with emotions with other Mm -hmm. people. Like, even in front of my husband. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but, like, we'll even be watching even, like, a show that's sad, and it's appropriate to cry. I feel like I have to man up. Do not cry. Like, and I don't know why I feel so uncomfortable. Like, now, I'm getting more comfortable crying in front of my Mm -hmm. husband, and I think he actually, like, I broke down, like, a week or two ago, and he came home, and I was just in a bitchy mood, Mm -hmm. and he was like, what the hell is going on with her? Like, he went downstairs, and he came back upstairs, and I was just, like, mind you, it's, like, six o'clock, the bedroom is completely dark, I'm laying in bed, he's like, what's going on with you? And, like... You know when somebody asks you, like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? You just break down. And literally, like, I... Because he's persistent. My husband's fucking persistent. He's like, hey, babe, like, I love you. Uh-huh. Hugging me. And I'm like, bitch, go away. I'm going to break down. Like, I don't want you to be around me. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, he looked at me. And I was already crying. And I was trying to clean it up. And him not notice that I was crying. And then as soon as I looked at him, I said, 
I'm just really fucking sad. And I just started crying. Oh, my God. And cried for, like, I don't know. And, you, you, and then he just holds you. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, what the fuck did I come up to? <laughs> but, but he's very supportive. So he, he was just like, oh, my God, Mila, you got to take care of your mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually, it's, I get that because. I guess now, because you know, like at a certain point, because you're when you, when something's wrong, and you, when you're a kid, right, mm-hmm. and then you just cry, yeah, right? and then you just run to your mom or your dad, and everything, and then they just tell you it's gonna be okay. And well, stuff. I think we had a different experience. Okay, ma- so I grew up in a Spanish household where like showing emotion is a weakness, which is why I think that I have a hard time crying in front of people or showing emotion. Uh-huh. Or if somebody's crying, I'm like, you good, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just pat them on the back like, like you good. You're okay. Um, I remember like there were times where like my, where I saw from older people, like uh-huh. family members, where they showed compassion when I was crying. Uh-huh. But there were other times where they were like, get over it. And that's something that I'm also uh, yeah. working through of like, my feelings are valued mm-hmm. and like that that's been really tough for me because mm-hmm. like as a kid I always felt like my feelings didn't matter and I guess my I guess my parents end up doing the opposite like mm-hmm. you said um my mother always let me tr- let me try to understand my feelings yeah and stuff and get it out and in a get it way. out but also too a part of me is i want to hold in my feelings and Mm -hmm. stuff because sometimes like also my my parents are his um west indian and it's kind of hard like they're both very strong people Mm -hmm. so trying to get your point across to a strong person end up being very um intimidating right yeah so I think this is where my anxiety do come in play because like it's hard to explain so when I'm actually breaking down crying to my mom like even now as an adult mm-hmm. is stuff it's more like I need my mom to comfort me yeah. so like on Monday when I broke down I broke down twice crying I cried in my car on the phone with her and stuff and even though like she know like she couldn't be there mm-hmm. for me like she's just like it's okay like tell me what's wrong and then I'm yeah. telling her and then she was like we'll figure it out like we'll figure it out like it's okay like just calm down that. and stuff and so like now like now because like she's been in this journey of my mental health with me mm-hmm. and stuff so she's realizing like hey like I know there's a shift like do you need to go to another therapy session and stuff yeah do you need to what do you need like just tell me what's wrong and everything and so she's aware of it more now than um than before and so she's like okay like i think and i could also to see it like in my mom's eyes she's afraid like she's going to lose me Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to be where i'm like no, I'm not that far into yeah. it. I'm like, I'm still there in the middle, and I could easily be pulled right out of it. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's enough for me to say, hey, like, I still need help, but. And it's one it of those comes. things that I think we're still trying to understand, mm-hmm. right? Like, 
because I'll be honest, there are times where, like, I feel like my life's perfect, and Mm -hmm. I'm happy, and I'm totally, like, over the moon. Right. And then there's random days where I'm like, what's the purpose of any of this? And I get into, like, really dark times, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I can see how it can easily go the other way. Exactly. And I think the same thing, because there's days, like I said, there's days where I am completely okay, and Mm -hmm. I'm functioning normal, and I'm doing my best and there's then it could be literally the next day and I'm just like I did a lot the other day like I was in a great mental mood and I did all this mm-hmm. and now I'm just feel so completely drained and I'm I feel very dark and very yeah, and then you like question everything and exactly you're like, what am I doing with my life do people even really like me I'm mm-hmm. not worthy like exactly. all of this negative talk just is like in my head and mm-hmm. I'm like how did I go from being like confident and in a great mood singing doing my little jingles like (laughs) running around my house to now i'm just like i feel defeated yep and it's and just what's in our head also too but also too like everything around us like Mm -hmm. it makes sense of like what's in your environment what's going on um and everything i think what was so it's crazy that you said that because um i would listen to rock music Mm-hmm. And it's probably the only thing that could kind of feels very. It feels what I'm feeling, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, are you getting that anger out? Yeah. Kind of like, are you like? So like, it's crazy because now when I'm actually listening to it, because I'm actually paying more attention to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So like, Lincoln Park was probably one of them. And if you listen, oh, oh I love Lincoln Park. Yes. <laughs> and numb was it? And I was just like, oh. he was like. And it is going through what he's feeling, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Wow, that's actually a really good song." It really is, but if you really listen to it, it's fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. Like, no, l- but I'm saying, like, in relation oh. to, I can see that. Like, literally, mm-hmm. the lyrics started popping up in my head, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Shit, that's it's right, relatable as fuck." So, like, I will go from like in Park, Three Day, um, Three Day Grace, or something like that. How it goes, like mm-hmm. Green Day and everything, and like whatever I'm feeling at that moment, it's completely, like, washed away because it was in that, in those songs. And I'm like, okay, I needed that. And so, so it could just, it's kind of like a reset for me. Mm -hmm. But it need like, like, I can't listen to R&B when I'm depressed. Yeah. Because it makes me more depressed because I'm like, I'm fucking alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the hell? Oh my god, I can't. I was like, I don't want to listen to a certain song because <laughs> I'm like, trying to think of an R&B, uh, R&B song. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why Usher is the first thing that popped in my head. This is a great I'm one. I love in this club. You're right. So who, myself? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just... And it's, we're in the middle of a panty? Like, <laughs> Isolated, no man. (laughs) Like, got nothing. (laughs) But also, too, it's actually I realized going through this also too journey that you need your friends, Mm -hmm. and your friends also too can relate. And so, and I think me watching the Friends reunion kind of reminded me this (laughs) 
a little bit like like having a support or a system. support system you need a having support. people that are going even if you guys aren't going through this like similar right. or the same experiences mm-hmm. you guys are all at the same age have other things to relate to and like the one thing that I'm taking away from therapy is also like talking about it makes yep. me feel so much better Oh, yeah. So, like, you may not be able to give me a lot of feedback or may not know the right things to say, but sometimes me just getting it off my chest is a way of releasing that from whatever from my mind. mind. Yeah. Yes. Totally understand that. Um, yeah, so... Yep, so... And also, too, it's really good to have a mental day. Like, a mental day break. Like, you stay home, mm-hmm. don't go to work, don't do anything... Um, you need like a reset day and stuff like it's just about you and that's where like also to self care comes into play um, I love a good self care moment um, that means just like me giving myself a facial mm-hmm. um, me just taking a long bubble bath or taking a long that's shower mine. yep that's yes and i love you know, like, i got all bath. the like aromatherapies on deck too for like my baths i always have like the stress relief mm-hmm. the sleep like i've always had it exactly like i have the sleep one the one thing that's the same one that you got me for christmas oh <laughs> yes <laughs> girl um, i think it's life i was just like oh yeah so like whenever i have a stressful day then i'll end up like using it and i was like let it out and then I mm-hmm. kid you not the minute I hit my bed I fall right to sleep yeah oh I feel like it works mm-hmm. it does I, I think so cause I'm just like damn like next thing you know I'm like it's 5 o'clock like, I, I couldn't <laughs> like, get happened? up why <laughs> so. yeah but taking a bath is probably like my main source of yes. like I'm sad I'm depressed I'm like feeling weird let me just go like lay in some like hot water Mm-hmm. have my aromatherapy and sometimes if I'm extra like I'll have candles mm-hmm. and I'll turn the lights off in the bathroom and it's like a perfect oh, zen yeah. zen mode yes loving it yes so um I know what was the other thing that I like to do I forgot I think I have a lot of different like self-care my other coping mechanisms are not healthy so oh like I you know, if I'm like in a mood, I'm like I'm gonna eat pizza, That's or I'm true. gonna go and get ice cream, and it's like, <laughs> and it's crazy because I do that too. I think that's why I'm just I got fat, to be honest with you, because I was mm-hmm. showing like baby pictures of to my coworkers the other day, and they were just like, "Oh my god, you're so you were so you skinny." Were littles. And yes, I was very little, and I was like, "I'm sorry." That's after a while. That's this is this what the steroid does catches up to you, and you just get fat, and you can't burn and <laughs> your shit off anymore. <laughs> well, it's also difficult with getting older. Like we're getting closer to thirty, and I'm realizing that my body is not the same. That's another thing that's hard to like come to realization with. Like I do not have the same body that I had when I was in high school. Oh no! What? Oh, I could tell you now. I think um, doing squats. And my knees just be cracking. I'm just like, what the hell? I was like, you did not do this when we was in high school, okay? You could drop it down a couple of times and get yes, back up without a low. problem. So, I don't know. I was not like, only that, like, I don't be doing shit. And I wake up, I'm like, muscle, why are you hurting? <laughs> we did nothing. It's, oh, I know that. Like, it's actually my ankles that actually hurts now. I don't know why. It's just my ankles hurt more than anything. 
Um, yeah, I'm like, but my muscles have been telling me, it was like, bitch, you need to get your ass in the gym. Okay? Mm-hmm. You did so well before. What happened? <laughs> I know. I think that's something else that have, that I've been, like, really hard on myself. Like, I have periods of, like, you know, I'm a woman now. Like, I've never been super skinny. Mm-hmm. Loving myself at a higher weight. Mm-hmm. But then also having those moments of, like, I feel disgusting. I don't feel pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling. Like, I'm really struggling. And, like, mentally, like, it's just hard to be strict and disciplined with myself. That is, that's the same thing how I feel. And I think, but I end up changing that mindset. Because, you know, I used to wear makeup every day. Mm-hmm. Right? The pandemic really did change me from not wearing makeup every day. I would just do, like, my eyes. Like, today, like, I got no makeup on, y'all. Just my eyes because I'm going to cover up the bottom half of my face. <laughs> exactly, with the mask. So, I was like, what the f- I don't, I'm not, I don't care. But it's now to the point where I'm like, I will wear makeup one day during the week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, that is huge. Even now, like, you're not wearing makeup. And mm-hmm. normally, I'm the one without makeup on. Yeah, like, I was just like, I don't care at this point. <laughs> Like, to be honest with you, the only thing I probably would do is just put eyeliner on is mascara. Because yeah. it's like, my eyes just need a little more pop. But... And I didn't notice, like, how much of a difference that made. So, like, the beginning of this week, I think, like, I had my hair straight from the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me just put on a little bit of eyeliner and some mascara. And I went to work. And everybody was like, you look so pretty. I'm like, Jesus, all I did was put on some damn eyeliner and mascara. And even somebody was like, your eyelashes, like, they're really popping. And I'm like, damn, guys. <laughs> Seriously. And I think, too, like, someone said that, too, like, with the minute I put on, like, makeup, they're just like, wow, like, your skin looks really good. I'm just like, what's my fucking mascara look like before? Yeah. I'm like, like, thank you. Thank I know, you. I but... know, but I have makeup on mm-hmm. and stuff. And normally, because like, I'm before I was so trained on not touching my face when I had makeup mm-hmm. on that now that I don't have it, I'm just like, let me pat my face. <laughs> like, oh, it feels really smooth. And I'm the opposite because normally I don't wear makeup mm-hmm. unless it's like I'm getting married. It's my mm-hmm. birthday. Like special occasions, we put the face on. But other than that, like, I'm used to not having it. So even when I put just, like, eyeliner and mascara on, I kept rubbing my eyes. And I was like, stop doing that. You have makeup on. And I think, oh, I think because I think since I still kind of, like, did my eyebrows, kept my mascara and eyeliner on, like, I noticed, like, don't touch your face. Like, don't touch your eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the minute I put on foundation and everything, I want to be like, oh, yeah, let me just touch my cheeks. Yep. And I'm like, fuck, I got makeup on my hands. So And I always feel like once I put a full face on, like, that's when I get itchy. That's when my nose starts running. I'm like, <laughs> why are you feeling me, body? So, uh, yeah, but um, I think since the world is really is opening back up, um, I'll probably be starting to do a little more makeup. Um, we'll see. I mean, I still like... <laughs> I'm not making any I'm promises. Not promises. Y'all see me out here. <laughs> Don't tell me I look a hot mess, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like, listen... This is all you're gonna get in yeah. some days, cause yeah. I I feel I feel pretty in my how I look now, and it took me a long time to kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So I think that definitely comes with age, because you're you're not only influenced by the media or how other mm-hmm. people tell you you're supposed to look. Oh, also too, shout out to my coworker Carrie. Thanks for 
Thanks for a shout out <laughs> on our podcast. Yes, yeah, shout out, Carrie. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, let's get started on like some of the topics that we did want to talk about th- on this week. Mm-hmm. So the minimum wage going up. Yeah. I have a, I have a big thing about this. Right. Yes, I'm happy that minimum wage is going up. Kudos to the the government because first or of the all, corporations, corporations actually, and everything. Because it's not a federal law. Yet. It's not a federal law yet, but, but it's is making some headway. All right. But here's the problem that I think that it's facing that people seem like they're not understanding the people who are in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's just put an example out on the board. Right. You have a McDonald's worker just starting off right out of high school. They just want to work. Just or in get, high school. Or in high school. Yeah. And they get in $15 an hour. Right. Mind you, there's someone who actually either has a associate's degree or a college de- or a bachelor's degree. Right. Mm-hmm. Still has student loan debt. Still certified in whatever they're certifying in. And they're making... 1650 let's just stay just mm-hmm. stay right there right why isn't that person that's in that middle not moving up well and that's the thing that's that's part of the system being broken right it like is. hey we're gonna raise minimum wage mm-hmm. and when you look at from 725 to 15 dollars an hour that's almost doubling mm-hmm. the minimum wage but yet the people who are already making those wages, you're not going to double their compensation. So, no. And they're going to keep them there. Oh, yeah. They're not moving them at all. They're going to keep them there because they're just like, oh, you met, you're above that standpoint. But I'm like, okay, so, and then I was... It's the, frustrating. It's very frustrating. there's not much you can do about it. Mm-mm. And honestly, I think the only thing you can do is leave the job. Right? Like, in America is that you could be at a job and get paid X amount of money and somebody new can come in and make way more than you. Mm-hmm. Or minimum wage can go up mm-hmm. and you're still stuck making the same compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you have other things because you try to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You have the student loan debt. You, you know, you may be older. You may have a mortgage. You may mm-hmm. have to support a family. And I don't think it's fair. But as... And... And it's tough because as a person like in it, mm-hmm. you don't really have any control other than now I have to shop around. And just like how corporations are, you know, look at you, you got to start mm-hmm. looking at corporations and being like, okay, well, if you guys aren't going to compensate me, another company, company will. will. Yeah. And I, I have actually wrote an article on this um, for school one time, and we did talk about this part, right? I so the generation before us, so me and you, so Mm -hmm. the Gen Gen X, Gen. Honey, I don't know. Is it Gen Z? Hold on, no Gen Gen Z's after us. Yes, so Gen X, right? So that generation, right? Or because we're millennials, we're millennials. Okay, whatever. So my grandparents, <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents' generation, right? If you were those for, are the boomers. Boomers. Okay, so no, my mom's a boomer. Oh, what the hell was before boomers? I don't know. A- anywho, anywho. So let's say our grandparents' 
time, right? If you work for a corporation, right? This is how I grew up. Then work for a corporation, you give it your all, you respect the company. The, the silent, silent generation? generation? For, so they were born with 1928 to 1945. Well, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then silent generation is. Explains a lot. <laughs> um... If you work for a corporation, right, and and you give them a, you give them all, you give excuse me, you give them your all, you do the job, you respect the company, respect the boss, and everything. That company will help you out in return, right? They mm-hmm. will make sure you get a pay raise, make sure you do this, make sure you do that, sure and everything. Make sure your pension, certain things, like lined up, right? Oh, you want to if you oh you at say. At that time, right? Say so you were at seven dollars an hour, which probably is a lot. Then you, they say, oh well, I want to move you up to at least twenty dollars an hour. You can make mm-hmm. that big boost if you do your job right, right? The corporation started to get more greedy, right? And a lot more different other restrictions come into play and stuff. It's also a very different time. It is a very different time. It's not like because the world's that not the same to. that it was for our boomer parents. It's not. So like now, like. I always, I hear a lot from our generation, like not our generation, from I guess the boomer generation, mm-hmm. about our generation that we job hop a lot. And I literally have to explain the reason why we job I hop just, a lot. I feel like what? with all respect and love, mm-hmm. a lot of boomers are ignorant. Yeah. Because the world's very different from when they were younger. So you cannot compare millennials like what we're going through to what you guys went through because there's a lot of things that are different like you could make minimum wage mm-hmm. um and pay off and pay for college as you were going to college or make x amount of money and still be able to afford a house like we are living in completely different, different times time. for you yep. to think that we have the exact same experiences Mm-hmm. We don't. We're not living in the same world that you lived in. We're not. And it's different because I'm in, in 2000 college was way a lot cheaper than what it is now and stuff. Mm-hmm. College, you probably left out of college in total with maybe. What, That's why our generation feels like college is a scam. It is. Like, I'm not going to lie. I do feel like college helps you succeed in life right it does i was thinking about this the other day i was like i do think that me having a bachelor's degree has helped me get this far Mm -hmm. um but it's still discouraging because the wage compared to how much i actually owe in student debt like Mm -hmm. it's it's built for me to always feel like i'm trapped yeah like i can never pay that off and it's also too like you're in this revolving circle like you're always on this hamster wheel Mm -hmm. you just keep running and running and running in the same place and you're not moving and you're not getting anywhere and you feel like you try to do everything by the book mm-hmm. and everything that like boomers and the generation before us told us to do like hey stay in school go to school get a degree um it'd be worth it you will be you know rewarded for that and then mm-hmm. a lot of us have hit the job market and we're like it's not it's, yeah we everything you guys promise is not happening nope like and i could tell you like how for me and stuff like when i went to school my option was yes you need to go ahead and get your associate's degree in order to to have this job in the field right now 
mind you, I've been in this job in this field for going on six years and stuff. I look to call, like I look back at the same college, they're offering the same thing, but only in a diploma, right? Oh, really? Yeah, like you just get a sort of like you get a diploma certification, that's it. You don't get your soldier's degree and stuff oh. anymore and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's weird and everything. And, and does that now devalue my associate's degree? But it doesn't because someone who someone who has this a diploma in that same same thing what i do will get paid start the same salary as i would so then it did oh it, it did, did yeah it did your... devalue my um social degree and stuff and i remember like having this conversation and i'm like hey i do have a degree it may not be a four-year degree but it's a two-year degree mm-hmm. i still did the work for it like what's the difference and everything and then it's also too i think they don't see it. The corporation doesn't see it. They're just like, you're just well, still a body. at the end of the day, they don't care. They you're don't. just another number. So, it's just something that, A, we've not learned to just deal with, but also to, like, it's still a fighting battle, and I think a lot of us, a lot of millennials, mm-hmm. are willing to fight a battle for, to make sure, like, hey, like, we need some changes here. Yeah, and I think we have been more outspoken. Mm-hmm. And what is it, Gen X? Is that the yeah, the Gen generation after us. Yeah, Lordy, I don't even. Yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z. Okay. So, Gen Z has been more outspoken, and they've been able to make their own path. But yeah. I feel like they've been more successful in like using social media as a platform, and mm-hmm. they're making like millions of dollars while we're while we listen to the people who were older than us and yep. now we're on that hamster wheel but the real issue is like corporations have the power to make it right they it's just do. whether they are or not because at the end of the day it's all about how much they can actually profit that's true and also too i think that um we can also to get off the hamster wheel and not we can't we can't undo the damage that's already done, but we can find a way to make everything going forward not so painful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're really are trying to do. And also to trying to teach the next generation under us, um, like, hey, don't make the same mistakes that we did. Yeah. And, and I also so- feel like as millennials, we had a lot of pressure on us. We did to do things a certain way and to act a certain way and Mm -hmm. now people are starting to break free from that Mm -hmm. which is really nice it is so i'm good job look good job millennials we're we're making some headway (laughs) (laughs) i mean we're getting old but hey we're doing it we get a we get a lot of flack people talk a lot of shit about millennials but y'all just mad yeah exactly like (laughs) i mean we are the party generation too so we do like to party a lot uh, not me. Not me, but no, not us. We don't probably t- Really? What? I like to go home to my dog and be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hang out. I'm busy right now. Thank you. <laughs> and me, I'm just like, I, yeah, I just want to be cuddled up with a book. So mm-hmm. I'm not nerd girl. Yeah. Like, I legitly asked Travis yesterday, like I was on the phone with him and I was like, do you think I'm a bad dog mom? And he was like, what? What are you talking about? I was like... I'm going to see my mom tonight, then I go see Bree tomorrow, and I feel like Mila has been alone all week, and he was just like, girl, you're fine, you're fine, she loves you, and I'm like, okay, she does, 
when she comes when you walk through that door she's gonna be like mommy yeah i know i was telling you earlier like she's really lovable and i love that about her yeah so even when i came over i was like she just giving me kisses and i love it (laughs) (laughs) i think that's how you could tell she's well taken care of like we give her a lot of kisses so Mm -hmm. (laughs) so oh wait what happened um what else was on our list what's going on in the world did you watch the? You did watch the Selena series, right? I did watch the Selena series. Um, Lord, sweet baby Jesus, I cried. I did too. Uh, I wasn't ex- like so watching the movie. I felt like, you know, I, I cried. At it the looked end like of that, but it was a like, two tear <laughs> coming down your face watching the movie. Oh, I still like as a kid. I remember bawling yeah. at the movie, but like I guess because okay, so I, the reason I had that experience as a kid is because i didn't know mm-hmm. so i learned about selena through j-lo through the selena movie me too and so when i watched it as a kid i was like oh bitty bitty bum bum mm-hmm. and like yep. you know dancing around the living room and stuff and then bam the end i find out she dies like i did not know that oh my before god before watching the movie so it was traumatic and then so for the series i was like okay i already know how this is gonna end but like you get stuck into the storyline right you like did. and you're following it and then bam yolanda just but and then I'm like, also do how, how like, they did, did it. it, and they did actually how the ending. Like you know, it's coming, yeah. but it was still, it was still like so, so hard to hard. process. So here's the part: like the whole Selena series went not just on about Selena herself, Selena Quintanilla, but the um, band, but the band family. and her family. So I got like really connected mm-hmm. with the band and the family and how the, like everything felt only thing i did not like about this part of the about the series was they didn't put her husband chris in it like be a part of it like his take because there's some things like that probably well they're going on. through a lawsuit right now you know that right or they I were did. Yeah. they were and everything and i'm like for heaven's sake, he was married to her and she and loved stuff. him and she loved him unconditionally and it's so funny that AB even said it. He's like, he said it. He said, if there's something wrong with you and Chris, it means you cannot have that connection with your music. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, that's your part of your heart. That's your soul. I feel soul. like AB has always, I don't know if he's part of the lawsuit. Like another dad is. The dad's like the main one. Uh huh. But I felt like AB was always like, I don't care. Like, I'm just neutral. Yeah. Like, I- he was always <laughs> neutral because he loved the music. And I think he just loved the whole thing with her Mm -hmm. like even though he got caught up doing the lyrics making the song a lot of theories towards like the dynamic of it so like a lot of people recently i've been hearing this isn't fact but Mm -hmm. like just theories that people are coming up with they're like yolanda may have like shot selena but they think it was set up by their dad because her dad believes that Selena was more, like, valuable dead than alive. And I was like, that's an interesting... It's just a take on it, but I was like, that's an interesting view about it. Because I... So as far as the dynamic, like, I wasn't there in person, so I don't mm-hmm. know. But, like, watching the Selena movie, knowing what I know about the lawsuits, again, like, it's like Chris and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like how the family plays her husband. Like, he really didn't have a say. And I heard that he's the one who wanted to also do a show, and they shut that shit down. Like, that's what they're fighting about. Like, he wanted to do his own take on Selena because he's like, you know, she was a person, and she had other things going on. Like, he didn't go into 
specifics mm-hmm. about what was going on, but he said that, you know, he remembered coming home and she would like break down. Mm. Like she would like nobody would know that there was anything wrong with her. Oh my god, am I Selena? <laughs> <laughs> nobody would know what was wrong with her, and then she would come home and be like, "I have a lot of pressure." Mm-hmm. To keep this going for my family. Mm-hmm. Like, she had a lot of pressure because she felt like all of their careers were in her hands. And, like, she would break down to Chris. And I think he wanted to display a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But her family wants to just show one part or aspect of her life. But you did kind of see it in the series, though. Yeah, they did. They, they where she was, like, of, stressing out about the English album. Right. And you kind of saw that struggle. But... Also, too, but it was sugar coated. It was very sugar coated because I'm just like, <laughs> yes, but there was more to it. Like you could tell, like there's certain parts where you could tell that there was more behind it mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, that would I be a lot of pressure, more. right? And also too, like she became really big, like not fast. Like she did a lot of her career throughout her, but it all happened at like one, one time. time, right? Because it was like. Yeah, she, it was like basically every year she was making an album, making an album, mm-hmm. making an album. So like, yes, some years seems off, but like she was making the next album and she was making another album and yeah. stuff. And she was traveling um, on a road constantly and everything. And it was a lot for her. And I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Chris Perez interview, some of his old interview, and even like how they like fell in love is completely different. Yeah, like, like, he even said, so there's actually a podcast that's really good, and it's called Anything for Selena, mm -hmm. Um, and he was on there, and he was saying that actually when they met, Selena had a boyfriend. So, like, from the family's perspective, like, her immediate family, mom, dad, sister, whatever, um, they always portray it as, like, she didn't have time for any of that. Like, Mm -hmm. all it was was, like, her career and then Chris. Mm -hmm. Or her having to pick between her career and Chris. Chris. Mm -hmm. When, in reality, she was dating before that. Like, he said that she literally had a boyfriend come out to their location. Mm -hmm. um, And then, like, he had left. And he felt like, he's like, you know, I felt like, a connection with Selena and we mm-hmm. had our moments but it wasn't until that trip and then I yeah. guess she ended it with her boyfriend but we don't ever know that part of her we don't and everything I kind of wish that boyfriend would, could come out and just like hey do take your part in this mm-hmm. um put your spill on it whoever he is but also too like he Chris Dick went and come back a couple of times because he like he was also too chasing his career yeah. And stuff. So he was And like, you do kind of see that in the series a little bit yeah. too where they kind of clashed a little bit because I think he always felt like he was in her shadow. shadow. Right. But it actually, I really think it wasn't like that. I think she also too wanted him to have his career mm-hmm. and stuff along so, with everything else. Another thing that I heard when he did the podcast mm-hmm. um, and he also came out with the book. I did not So I, I think it's with love selena or something like Mm -hmm. that but he came out with the book pretty much saying like his point of events Mm -hmm. um and he was saying that like selena told him like i want like i want you to have your own career but Mm -hmm. i need i need you by my side Mm -hmm. because as musicians there's a lot of people who per, who get married and pursue their own careers and they never get to see each other. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing for her to keep him in her band and keep him around because mm-hmm. she's like, 
I feel like I don't want to spend a lot of time away from you. I don't want us to disconnect. I don't want us to end up getting a divorce. All right. Um, we did a little bit see that, too, mm-hmm. in the series and stuff. Um, that, I think that part was very much true. I wish it went a little bit more details into it because, again, there was a lot more, like you said, behind yeah. a lot of this conversation yeah, come on, with guys. their marriage. You could have made that, like, four or five seasons. I would have watched all exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> And I mean, I get it. It was only two. Um, two I mean, I think it was perfect because it was like we're maintaining the audience's mm-hmm. uh, attention yep. without like dragging it out and being like, okay, now I'm over Selena. Mm-hmm. But like, somebody really loves Selena and is invested. Like, more. I would have watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Or from- allow Chris to come out with his own version. I think let, let Chris come out with his own version and stuff because, like, he's. If you did watch the interview, he said this perfectly. He didn't know he was in love with her until they were on a plane, coming back, so going back to Texas. There was turbulence, and there, and she reached for his hand, mm-hmm. and they looked at each other, and that's when they realized, like, we oh, have a connection. Here. Yeah. yeah, like, and they wanted to kind of pursue it and everything. And I feel like their love story is also perceived very differently than how it actually happened. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, with knowing that she had another boyfriend mm-hmm. and knowing that moment in the plane, like, we didn't see that in the movie or no. the series. We just thought, like, oh my god, they just fell in love over pizza and hot yeah, dogs. Like- <laughs> and it's totally not that. It's just it was just so different. And I think their love story would be really cute just to play out. Like, yeah, ooh, can we get just like a movie or a show, show with just, just them? Just them. Like, she, yep. like, get it from like Chris, Chris's perspective of like, oh, well, like, you know, now I'm going to try out for this band mm-hmm. and like see his point of view of it. I think that'd be so cool. That would be and stuff. Um, even like after her death and everything, because you, no one knows how hard the, like, her death put a toll on him oh he said it it did like he was an like he pretty much he was went to alcohol mm-hmm. to help him cope with everything yeah and um and it took him a while to get back like you didn't see him until in the like 2000s yeah um really trying to get his career back and started like she died in 1995 that's five years mm-hmm. it took him five years and i that that means a lot because he really did love her and stuff i mean um, that was you know her husband right and i mean so there's that battle of like your immediate family versus your husband mm-hmm. and i feel like they equally have a right to her life they do right they and do. like as somebody well for me mm-hmm. sometimes i like feel like my husband has more of a right to my life you married someone when you marry someone that becomes your family mm-hmm. right you start a family with that person even if you have kids or not that's still a family mm-hmm. that you start oh my husband is my family right like that is my immediate i i view my immediate family as travis and mila right. that is my family so i think that no matter what like your family still has to respect that you have a family mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and that came same thing for Selena and stuff. So her family needed to understand that she had a family mm-hmm. and it was her and Chris and her dogs and the, oh, yeah. and the Python <laughs> that they wanted and all the other animals that they, that they wanted in the house and stuff like that. Yeah. It was her family. So, 
it was a lot too because they realized that I don't think they understood that the family they think the family was just the five of them mm-hmm. when it really was you had the band too the band there was an the extension being, there was an extension to, to that it. family yeah so but um what the how the whole series actually what made me cry um wasn't the actually I'm gonna tell you what actually shocked me the shocking was actually me hearing the gunshot from the other door from like that one room. Oh yeah. Because I was I wasn't expecting them to do that. I was expecting them to kind of like fade it out, and then you hear it, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, that took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. And then what broke me down was because no one heard of Dreaming of You. Oh yeah. Until the album came right before the album came out, right? And that was pretty much yeah, the like last I song think... she really did record. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard that that was the last song she recorded. Um, and when they played it for the first time, watching AB cried and then watching Mm -hmm. her mother cried, um, at that moment, listening to it. And then I just, I completely, and I completely broke down. Chris was, they didn't really show that much on him. They just showed him listening to the song, song. but I know, like, in real life, they said he listened to it for two weeks straight. Like, he did not leave the house or anything, and he listened to it. And in the podcast that I listened to when he was interviewed, Mm -hmm. he said, you know, there were times where, like, when she had recorded that song, Selena wanted him to come to the Mm -hmm. studio, but he was tied up and couldn't. And she wanted him to listen to the song Mm because she's like, you know... I think of you when that. So when she died, mm-hmm. he like nonstop played it. Yep, and then also too the um, I could fall in love was also too a part mm-hmm. for him and stuff because whatever that was, and that was portrayed pretty right in the song in the show too. Um, was dedicated to him as well. So, Dream of You is also too one of my favorites. But also too just hearing that still is her that was her last song that she recorded and how much she loved it and stuff mm-hmm. even though ab didn't want she it she did that's right right ab didn't want it on the album but she really pursued him saying i really need it and obviously towards the end he did respect her wishes um putting it on the album but um yeah i think that's where i i boohoo ball and crying mm-hmm. at that moment like watching that ab cry and the mom cry at that moment, I just, I lost it. and Yeah, it was a sad moment. It really was. So, I was like, damn. I was like... It was a good series. It really was. So, so I'm not if sure. you haven't checked it out, check it out. And also, like, I know a lot of people talked a lot of shit about the first season. I feel like people were... Like, okay, so I went into it with no expectations, right? I did, too. And I watched it, and I, I loved it. I thought it was really cute. Like, I wasn't expecting, like... I knew it wasn't going to be the J-Lo movie. So I already right. took that out of my mind. And I think when it first came out, people made all these comparisons. And I'm like, this is completely different, different though. No. Like They actually played a lot of her original songs mm-hmm. on the album. Like, on the series, excuse me. Um, with the J-Lo movie, it was actually a lot of J-Lo's voiceover on it. No, it was Celine's voice. Some of them were. Some of them were J-Lo's. If you actually hear some of the songs. Really, I literally mm-hmm. just saw um, an interview with JLo, and she said that none of it was her voice. Really, she lip synced the whole th- the entire thing. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. I... she even lip synced the first scene where she's in um, 
that last concert Selena did. That one is not lip sync because I've heard that last concert album. She said it was. No, not me, not her, not not lip singing, but um, she like Selena actually Selena's voice, yeah. yeah. Because and I heard like. When I listen to a J Lo, because I've been down the rabbit hole of Selena lately. Guys, I told you I'm like obsessed. <laughs> like I want to be here for Halloween and everything. Um, but like, she talked about how like she had to like get used to like lip singing oh, and okay. matching her lip singing to Selena's voice. Um, and she said she also went on to say that that's what started her singing career because after that she was like she loved the feeling of like mm-hmm. Selena's fans rooting for her. her. Yeah. So. So no, I I I love I love the movie. I I like the series. I think the only thing that what people were criticizing was because of the wigs. There's, there's obviously cheaper yeah. wigs. Yeah. Y'all, we get it. No, every, some of the wigs cannot be in the budget for a lot of the and things. And I don't know if it's because I grew up on Lifetime. I mean, <laughs> like, I just been watching stuff and I'm like, oh, this is still like a good storyline. <laughs> right. So I'm not paying attention to those details. And I guess people are paying attention to details. And you could tell like some actors wasn't that great of an actor in the first series and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It but the second, the second series one got so much right. better. The quality, the act, like everything. Right. I think they all really tapped into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe got more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you could really tell. You can. And so I think it was just a big difference. I said, mm-hmm. you just had to kind of get over the first couple of episodes and stuff. Yes, there may be some bad wigs. But they put a lot of money into the costumes, the outfits, yeah. and stuff. Like, that's actually a lot to recreate because a lot of the things are probably not still there anymore. Mm-hmm. Or it got someone found that stole it or whatever. So, And I thought this was really cool. So the actress, I don't know her name, but the one that played Selena, mm-hmm. um, you know, she talked about... Or Selena's sister actually talked about how, like, she, the actress, took all the criticism from the first series mm-hmm. and really used that to help her better with the acting and how she portrayed Selena in the second part of it. So I thought oh, that was okay. kind of cool that she didn't let that discourage, discourage her or bring her down or mm-hmm. be in her head about, oh, shit, like... Also, that's really hard. You're living up to Selena, Selena. and J-Lo. Exactly. Like, that's just two iconic people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that should not be compared to. But everybody um, forgets, too, that like when they were doing the Selena movie, everybody was hard on J-Lo. Right. Like, they did not want J-Lo. They were like, how dare you get a Puerto Rican to play, play a, a, Mex- a Mexican yeah. role? Mm-hmm. When there's a lot of Mexican actresses that would have loved this role. Exactly. But I think they really, like... In the podcast that I was listening to, they just said that, you know, like, the Mexican community really took on J-Lo and, you know, really followed her in her career, too. Mm -hmm. So, but that was Selena. Talking about J-Lo, girl, that girl is, like, living her best life. I just love her. First of all, I am very proud of her. I'm actually, I'm actually happy for her, no matter what, no matter how, whatever happened between her and A-Rod, and... I mean, like, I think we all kind of wanted that to be a thing, right? Like, we were all rooting for it. Because they seemed like a, a dream couple, but, like, really... To be honest... I kind of knew, like, I was like, you know, I heard A-Rod's a little, you know, like, he is a player... Well, first of all, I never got great vibes off of him. No. So I'm also too like um I wasn't like surprised. And but is A Rod Puerto Rican? I think so. 
I'm not sure. Google. Okay, that that was a red flag for me. Um, <laughs> and I can say that because I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> um, I was just actually happy that they not happy, but um, I was just I'm like, okay, yes, he did support her. I get it. She supported him, yes, and stuff like that too. But it just still feel, it didn't feel like a great fit. And you everything. Think so? I didn't feel like it was a great fit. Um, but also too, like, she, no matter what, she she's gonna love herself mm-hmm. and and everything. I mean, she's fucking J Lo. She's yeah. I was like, and she's a hot mama. Okay. Mm-hmm. To be fifty. Yeah. Right. I was like, that girl looks like she's in her thirties still. She look better than me. I'm so mad. Right. I am so mad. Damn. <laughs> um. And then her and hooking up with Ben Affleck. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna so I have talk. to say, like, <laughs> you know, if A Rod cheated on her, I'm happy that she's able to like be like, all right, this is done. Like mm-hmm. we made up. I'm just kidding. Moving on with my life. But I, I and J Lo has mentioned that she does have like insecurities mm-hmm. and she's in love with falling in love. But, like, I would love to just see her single. Like, for real, single. And I don't think that Ben Affleck is any better. Like, he's a hot mess express. He was, like, <laughs> his marriage with other Jennifer was because he was an alcoholic. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. But also, And did they say she went to go see him in rehab or some shit? I don't know. She did. I think... Okay, so here's what I'm thinking, and I... Is not confirmed whether they're together or not. We, obviously, we have seen them together. They they fucking. That's, and that's probably all. That is probably all they're doing. They having just a good, good time. time. And said, I listen, am, I've been in rehab. He I haven't like, been around. He maybe like, he has. I don't know. But he like. Listen. I he, can't have a drink. I can have some meat. Some ex- J-Lo. Exactly. Come over here, mommy. So, I'm like, okay. And that's all I'm thinking. I'm just like, you know, even if they're just fucking, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, shit. I'm just like, wh- what they gotta lose? They, nothing. Pretty much. What they gotta lose? Like, they ain't, they Yo, not did seeing you see anybody. Diddy posted a picture of him. First of all, I'm like, Diddy, Diddy sit, sit down. Sit, sit your ass down. Sit, sit down. your ass down. Yo, all the exes are like, what? Exactly. Like, yo, he was he was wrong for that one. Well, like, I think even before he got, she got with A Rod, like uh-huh. he, they were like reconnecting a little bit. Her and Diddy, or like Diddy made it clear that he still loved him some J Lo, but also too Diddy. I can't with Diddy. is <laughs> not. He may make some good hits as a producer or whatever, well, but did make did. In the past, did I mean no? He has a he actually does have a um he has a song out with DJ Cali, so okay, that's why okay, I was like he him. still does. Have I don't know. Hits. I couldn't take him serious after making the band. Anyway, for, oh, for, don't get me started on that because I am still <laughs> mad about Day Twenty Six. Okay, they deserve a third album. Um, <laughs> wait, what happened with Day Twenty Six? Oh wait, was that the boy band? That's the boy band. What happened with them? They never got the third album. They never anything after the second album was that was it. Like he, they, oh. same thing. I'm mad about D five and Danny Kane. Oh. Well, Danny Kane actually broke up on their own. That's true. They had a lot of drama. Yeah, B five was another one that I was kind of pissed off about too. Like they, they got, they got gypped. To be honest with you, um, 
So that whole thing, don't get me started. That's a whole but other episode. episode. That's <laughs> mm. But Diddy just needs to sit down. He's really not good with relationships. No, because um, he, so, what? He was without, what's her name? He was with Cassie for the longest. That's right. And Wait, was that the one that ended up get, finding a husband? Yes. Then, oh, okay. Oh, well, she looks so much she, better. She looks so much happier. She's in love, and that's that's the whole thing. Like, she really had to let Diddy go and just be herself. Yeah, because he obviously wasn't doing anything. Nope. Um, And he's been around the bush. Remember, like, he, like, he had, what's his, um, what's his, he dated his son's girlfriend and all this whole lot of shit. Did he do? Yes. Oh my god. So that's what I said. He just <laughs> needs to sit down. J-Lo, don't go for it, boo-boo. Don't try. It's no, okay. No, you just stay friends with him. You just stay friends. Honestly, I say be better friends stay with, friends with Ben, too. Yeah, like. stay, stay better friends with Ben and stuff. If something happens out of it, if you change his life, great. But love you first. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So in, 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 in the process, you're just getting probably good dick. So that picture of him coming <laughs> Wait, out. I was so excited to say that. <laughs> Wait, so what right. picture of him came out? You think no. he's? You think he's? You packing? know when? No, when um when she walked out the house. Oh yeah. And she's smiling. He's smiling up top there too. And I'm just like, man, he happy. Mm. Good for y'all. I know. Do okay. your thing. Do your thing. Okay. <laughs> Shoot, I said I think he needed that. He needed his little he, life. He needed a little now. pick me up because I'm tired of seeing pictures of him in the um in the paparazzi of him like for the longest I saw him and like there was pictures of him and other gen fighting like well, cause with she, pickups and then also like yeah. every time they freaking show him he's smoking a cigarette he looks depressed as hell. But yeah, and also too like and then he had a couple of things that he had to do because um, he did a couple of couple of movies along the way um but he still needed to like get his life back together so okay yep okay, anything else um i think that was like what else did you want to talk about i don't have that because i don't actually. even remember we so professional <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we had oh did you see what i sent you about okay so this isn't new news but like chloe and tristan Okay, I think Chloe is learning her lesson. I'm gonna we'll just talk about this briefly because also too, Chloe's gonna do her own thing, and like you can't you can't change your mind on this one because she so, wants another baby. Yeah, but did you see the TikTok I sent you earlier? You sent me another TikTok about Chloe and Tristan. So no. like, it was like, oh, he cheated again, and then this other girl like snitched snitched the tiktok and was like okay i'm gonna need chloe to go ahead and write an apology letter to jordan because the way you guys played her and made her like victimize jordan Mm -hmm. in that whole situation was not cool it really wasn't and i don't think it was either no like i get her being upset but why is it always the female that gets all the slack when your man is out here cheating how come as women, like, naturally, we're just so easy to forgive our man. Like, they weren't out there playing. Mm. I, I don't, I, I do, I do agree that the apology needs to come a little bit. Pub- I mean, it's not going to happen. Public, but I do think but that. But it needs to become in private. 
and stuff. And I I'm, I can't, I don't 100% know if they actually did this in, in private and stuff. Because I feel like she did apologize. Did she? I think so. Because I think there's some, I don't know if she well, said on the show people or. people are just saying that, like, she needs to do it. She doesn't need to do anything, first of no. all, right? But, like, hey, just as you publicly bashed her, uh-huh. I feel like you should publicly apologize. And I kind of get I that. I get it. Um, even though she doesn't have to do shit. Like she really don't, but they're both successful. Jordan is killing it. Literally, really, that could have been a situation where it could have destroyed somebody's life and she said, you know what, this sucks and I'm gonna have to ride through this, but she's still living her best life. But also too, like we it kinda got blew up because first of all, it didn't like she didn't sleep with him. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it just because she sat on his lap and the fact that he was flirting with her and everything, it just ended up being on her. Like, we're so eager to, like, put the blame on the woman, but we also forget that we it's the guy also to his fault mm-hmm. because it's, this is, it's, it's the history of what's going on with him. Like, this is something. It would be very like, hard for me pattern. to. Exactly, because it's been multiple women. Like, mm-hmm. multiple women. And it would be so hard for me to take somebody back like that who can publicly cheat on me. Definitely when I'm pregnant. Right. Like, I feel like that's, like, the ultimate... That's the ultimate betrayal to, at the end of the day. But I... I um, mean, Chloe, you live your life. You do you, boo-boo. Right. And I feel like someone else... And it does not have to be a celebrity. And I think this is where it just coming from. Like, she doesn't have to date a celebrity... For, for her to fall in love someone's really is going to be willing to fall in love with her she just has to be really open to it mm-hmm. and stuff but i can see how that's hard after everything she's been exactly yeah. so i think she's just going to find the person that she's going to be with um on her own and it's just going to take her a minute yeah so but if she I wasn't hope so because i need a man to come and treat my girl chloe money and right good. That's my, that, listen, I was already hurt when the shit happened the first with time. The, uh, but even with her ex-husband. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that was also, too, like, she needed to get away from that. No, she definitely needed to yeah. get away with that. But I felt like she put a lot all into that relationship. Yep. And it's like, damn, I'm with a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chloe, Chloe, it's going to be okay. Oh, just me. Um, Are we getting sleepy? We're about to take a nap? Yeah, After eating this? I know I'm about to go home and nap with Mila. I know. I was like, oh, I want a <laughs> cupcake. Um, yeah, so Chloe, she gonna, she gonna be okay. And I think mm-hmm. she is she is learning her lesson from all of this. And, but Tristan, just don't trust Tristan. Yes, he may be a good no, father. He is like the... He is... They just need to put his face by fuckboy in the, in the dictionary. Thank you! Like what? <laughs> what the hell? Like the ultimate, the fuck ultimate fuckboy. Fuck yeah, <laughs> he wants to just constantly be in this frat party. I'm like, listen, it's, it's boys sit down. Get Please, get grown up shit going on, okay? All right, so people. So, thanks for listening for this week. Yes. We'll see you next. Well, will you hear from us next week? I keep saying you see from us. Next I know. Week. I think. <laughs> Do we need to start videotaping this? <laughs> we do. We do. I just let me get dolled up first. Oh, but actually, you, no. You are gonna be hearing from us for a while because I don't think I'll be dolling myself up. <laughs> like that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> well, I mean, we just come as we are. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But everybody has a great week. Have a successful week. 
Be blessed. Yes. Be safe. All the good vibes. Also, I'm now on TikTok. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Go follow me at Infomore94. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I mean, I'm on there, but I don't even know. I have. We gotta start doing some for like our podcast. We do. We will. We gotta start learning these bestie dances, or at least post the fails. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Watch me fail. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.